trying to get along with you. Every time I speak my opinion, you get the wrong picture. You say that you needed a break, but it ain't going fix you. You don't really know how I'm feeling till this song hit you. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of TOD. TOD. Turnover on downs. Oh, man, I'm ready to get back at it, man. So sorry that it's been a long time since we came back to you. We did have some technical difficulties last week with the mics. We accidentally recorded on the wrong mic by accident last week. But we got a good one coming for you this week, fellas. Shout out to my boy Javen back in the building. Me and Javen back coming to you again. Skr, skr. And we also got a special guest in the house. Finally. Finally got my boy A Money, aka Fucks Him Up, is in the building. Boy, it's been a long time coming. How's it going, Money? Hey, man, it's going good, man. Glad to be here with the boys on TOD, man. Get a little shout out. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know about y'all, man, but I'm hating this time change, to be honest. Uh, it's getting dark at 5.30, 6 o'clock in the evening. It's starting to get really cold, which I don't mind. You know, you know, we do live in Florida, but, man, this time change has got me all messed up, and I'm hating it right now. What about you, bro? Man, listen, I wake up, it's dark. I go to bed, it's dark. And uh, other than that, you know, it's all right. Cold weather's okay. If I get a little fire brewing here and there, mm-hmm. somebody bring the marshmallows. Other than that, but... uh. You know, I'm cool with it. I got a little hour of sleep, you know. Didn't we go up hour? Yeah, we went up hour. Yeah. yeah, we went back out. Oh, so, yeah. Yep, yep. You know? So, yeah. But other than that, it's cool. Yes, it's cool. Heck yeah. Jamie? Oh, shit. I love this weather, boy. <laughs> Hunting season. Get out in the woods. You ain't got to worry about the fucking skeeters. Eat your ass alive because it's chilly out there. I'll take it any day of the week, boy. Yeah, man, so we definitely got some uh, good games to talk about, man. Oh, man, what an exciting, exciting football, fantasy, all the above. Of course, some people did take some L's last week. Sorry, I'm sorry, Javen. I played Javen last week. I had to take the dub for him, but I'm trying to make a good push. Shout out to your boy Cooper Cup, man. Prayers up for him. Oh, man, prayers up. Oh, my God. I swear, if you are a Cooper Cup manager like I am, that just hurt your heart. What did you do? Did you drive him? No, I ain't dropping. What's up with IR? He's not going to pay you, for like. I don't give a damn. I don't. I'm uh, not that he's not going to be the same. Listen, man. I did see on another podcast. I heard on actually, I think it was Eckler's Edge. Shout out to Austin Eckler doing his thing on the field and off the field. Put we love it. Yeah, put us on your show, Austin. Come on, man. We love it. But anyways, now I seen uh, Austin was talking about how on Eckler's Edge that he had uh, a guest speaker, Matt Harmon, was on there, and he said uh, if Cooper comes back. Which they doubt it because they're not making a strong push for the Super Bowl this year. But if he does come back, they doubt they're even going to put him in that much. So I don't know what you feel about that, Jay. I just want to know because clearly I don't think he's coming back. I got him on the IR just for prayers. But who is going to who who would y'all pick up to fill in that hole? You know, you lose Cooper Cup. That's a fucking solid fucking wide receiver. Who are you going to put in there to really? solidify your receiving core in your fantasy team. Yeah. What do you think, Money? Well, what's his name? What's that that one new rookie upcoming wide receiver from the Packers? Matt Lazard. Uh, number Watson, uh, number nine. All right. Talk yeah, to me. Yeah. Had three of them last yeah. week. Now had three it don't it was but he it he's, don't stop. it's the eleventh week in the goddamn season. He don't really <laughs> play like that. He had all. three tutties. That's obviously gonna be the new favorite target for a little minute at least. Am I right or wrong? Three tutties, you just not going to throw to him the next game? Oh, he get most of these passes. 
Ask Romeo Dobbs. He had a, a big ass donut, and he got a couple. I ain't gonna say tunnies, but he was looking nice in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I really like Watson though, man. Watson is Watson look nice. Uh, what's what's his name from Carolina? Is he on the block? DJ Moore. DJ Moore. I don't know. He's is DJ doubt. Moore on the block? I doubt. That'd be another decent decent little pickup if yeah. you were to cut Coop. Well, I mean, for for Rams' perspective, I don't know who's going to carry the load now. You got Allen Robinson out there. I mean, and then they're going to have to rely on Daryl Henderson a lot more. I know they're pretty much getting away with Cam Akers. I don't know who their backup is. They're going they're, Matt Stafford. I don't know what's going on with him. They had to put in the backup last week, number thirteen. I can't even remember the guy's name, but dude, LA is just having a rough year, dude. You got Higby still. Which I mean, you're gonna have to rely on him, but I don't know how they're gonna, you know, distribute the the football over there, man. Oh uh, shit! I I just I was thinking about it, and I just kind of fall back on the Rams at this point. Um, you know they're gonna be run heavy; they have to be. They don't really have the targets, and it's been proven through the whole season. The only person that's been really doing anything is Cooper Cup, um, and at the point. Where now you just you pray on Higby to get more tar- targets. If you got Higby, it might be a better thing for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm still not relying on that because you can't dump it off to the fucking tight end every play. No. So yeah, that's Unless what your I name's Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so basically, what we're trying to say is the Rams are done. Yeah. They have no receiving core. They were done before. They're the down, about to be down a quarterback. Just looking a little iffy. You know what I'm saying? Henderson's not the best back out there. Cam Akers is Cam Akers, but. Still not the best back out there. Just not the best back out there. You're done. Yep. So let's just go over some of the scores last week through our league and who pretty much did a lot for each team, win or lose. I won last week against my boy Javen over here. Injury prone is my name against Saucy Savages. I won 117 to 89. Who carried the load for me? Let's just say, welcome back, JT. I missed you. Jonathan Taylor finally came back. Had him in the flex. I didn't know if he was going to play or not. You know, questionable. But, boy, did he ball out. 22 points for me. So, all my running backs pretty much did good. If you got Tony Pollard, keep him in each week, man. Got to keep him in. Put up another solid 18 points for me. Deontay Foreman last, you know, last Thursday against Atlanta put up 19. Tua doing his thing with 23. So, I had a pretty pretty decent week. Thank God I needed this dub. I'm sorry, Javen. I know you're falling off the little slump. Down the hill. <laughs> yeah, boy, falling shit down the hill fast, boy. and I'm going. Yeah, boy, that mountain's looking than owl shit. <laughs> but we'll see how you do this week. Who do you, who do you play this week, Javen? Uh, find a Debo. Find a Debo, and uh, I'm praying. <laughs> I'm just praying. Yeah. Well, I seen for you last week. I mean, Aaron Jones balled out for you. You had Leonard Fournette put up that ten points over there against Seattle. Good win for Tampa. I think they needed that one, man. So. Had to have it. I think the most clutch decisions I made was sitting. Um, who was it? Hawkinson. I sat Hawkinson. Yeah, sat Hawkinson. Put in. Higby. Yeah, Higby. now Hawkinson put up four point five, which is decent for a tight end. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. but at that moment, I just knew that they weren't going. He wasn't going to be as effective against that Buffalo defense. That wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And first of all, well, we'll talk about that Buffalo Minnesota game in a little bit. Gosh, dang it, boy, was that a game? But um, speaking of tight ends, I went out there and picked up Don Schultz, man, because uh, Mark Andrews was out, and I needed somebody, and I was like, ah, I was, ah, I don't know how Don Schultz was going to do. And boy, did he ball out for me. So if you had Don Schultz in, you had a good week last week. He was projected five, man, to put up 11. So that's pretty decent for tight ends this year. I mean, c- considered all the tight ends that ain't really doing much. So that's pretty much who did what for me last week in Javen. Let's go on to this next game. Uh, shout out to my boy Money right here, a.k.a. Fucks him up. Fucks him up. Went ahead and got that dub against Finding Debo. That was 
that was tough, man. Uh, finding Debo, he, he has a good team, man, but it's like some some weeks. The weeks bro. And, I, and like Denny said last week, the only thing consistent in fantasy football is inconsistency. So he, I mean, he 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 tried to you know he tried to do a little something something. He had Jerry Judy in. Shout out to Jerry Judy. Prayers up for him. Hopefully he gets a speedy recovery. He went out in the, I think it was the second quarter last week against Tennessee. Put up zero for him. Ah, that's tough. He had Taysom Hill in at, at tight end. Only put up .1. Cordell Patterson, two. Austin Eckler had a rough week six. So it was just all downhill for him. Plus, uh, Jalen Hurts only put up 22 against Washington. That was a game last week, man. So... Um, Aaron got the dub right there, eighty-five to fifty-six. That was actually one of your lowest. I feel like lowest scoring in yeah. in the in the league this year, huh? Yeah, it was it was a pretty low scoring game for me, but we still pulled it out. I was reading on my uh one of my recaps mm-hmm. that uh I actually averaged ninety-five points. Okay. So yes, sir. That was yeah eighty. So this is rather a low game for me, but I did enough to pull it out, man. Enough yeah. to pull it and out. you had uh, Lamar on by last week, man. So you put your boy Jared Goffin, and he actually did pretty decent, man. He did enough. He did enough. Let me tell you. Um, solid it, 14 points. Yeah, solid. But it, it, like I said, I just needed enough to get over that hump because, you know, Lamar's my big hitter. Yeah. And when I need him, he's going to go get it for me. And not having him kind of scared me last week. But golf, he, he he did enough to get me the dub. So, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, since I got you here, man, and it's been a long time coming, Let's go ahead and let everybody know how your team's doing, what you did this year, who all you got, man. Well, my team's doing fairly fairly good right now. I'm started off hot and I'm still, you know, still boiling. Mm-hmm. Still boiling, but um my team's all right. Got Lamar Jackson, of course. I had to take him with my number 1 pick and, you know, it was a little shaky from everybody in the in the drafting room and hey, it's turned out for the best for me right now and I got D Hop. I've been I N D Hop God Dog Sister Draft. You got and, him. I was trying oh, to get him too. Man. Man. I was waiting for the right time, but you snagged him before I did. I was peeking at them players since week one, just waiting for him to get free. And once he was, lo and behold, I got him. That's a big pickup, big help. And I got Adam Thielen, of course, you know, that's your your average wide receiver. He's gonna do what you need. Uh Jalen Waddle, that's one of my heavy hitter receivers. Josh Jacobs, though, I actually got that out of a trade from my boy Indre. Yes, sir. He, he looked out, and I looked out for him, and um, his lookout just happened to be a little bit bigger. <laughs> uh, he's actually putting up big numbers for me, big numbers, man. He's you, balling. Back, honestly, but it is what it is. My running backs are doing decent. So. Negative. <laughs> Miles Sanders, you know, he's carrying me, too. He didn't get a lot of touches uh, last week. And that loss to to the mm, commanders. That's a <laughs> but I just gotta say real quick, that's a bad way to just get your loss. I would I don't mind the loss, but it gotta be the commanders. Why hey, gotta man, we'll, we'll get to that game yeah, in a minute, bro. Yeah. But that, that commanders dude, I I'm actually liking how they're doing their things up there, but we'll get to that in a second. But overall, overall my team's doing well. We're looking good. Uh I feel like my key this year is not to do too many changes, bro. I try to not look at that play that player option list too much, you know what I'm saying? Cuz I feel like consistency is going to start with your with your everyday players, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want to if my juju's working, why why change it? So that's what I'm looking at right now, man. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The one person who ain't doing a lot of changes and is doing a lot of changes is your boy Levi Meet the Jeffersons. I play him this week. Hey. Come here, Levi, baby. Yeah. Beat, his, beat his ass. Come on, man. We need that. So we'll get we'll get to those matchups in a little bit. Uh, we're going to jump back to last week, week 10. We had my boy Denny, a.k.a. The Menace, that was on the uh, podcast last week, actually put up the most points 
in the league by one point over me. He put up 118. He beat our boy Austin, my ball, Zach Ertz. Speaking of Zach Ertz, we just boy, found out, man, he, he, <laughs> he's out for the season, man. And I, honestly, I don't think Austin should change his name. He's got to keep it, man. So it just it's it, it sucks, man, that, you know, Zach Ertz went down like that. I Honestly, dude, I really don't – I don't know how Arizona's going to – pick that up. I mean, I don't know if they really use Zachers like that. They still got D-Hop. Actually, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, yeah, is off back. the IR. Yeah, so if you got Hollywood Brown out there, if he's on the waivers or whatever, go snag him because it's going to be the D-Hop in the Hollywood Brown show in Arizona, especially if Kyler Murray comes back. I know we all know Modern Warfare came out and he's been out, so we'll see how – See how that goes, but like Denny said last week, and Javen, you can you can relate. Uh, Denny said if Denver can hold Derrick Henry to a minimum amount of yards, and if Miami shows up and plays Nick Chubb pretty decent, he was going to get the win. And I said, yeah, if that happens, you definitely get the win. And boy, did he one eighteen to seventy four. Derrick Henry only put up six points last week against Denver. Yeah, and Denver's D put up four for Denny, which would project to six. But they still they lost seventeen to ten, but held Derrick Henry to a minimum amount of yards. Nick Chubb put up 12, was projected 14, but they did take that bad L to Miami. And honestly, dude, Miami's looking really, really lethal this year. We'll get to that in a little bit. I'll talk about them in a sec. Now, I'm telling you. He had to put in, uh, Austin had to put in Daniel Jones because Joe Burrow was on a bye and 18, put up 18. But let's talk about Denny's quarterback right now. He benched Justin Herbert, which, I mean, against San Fran, I probably would too, but he put in that boy Justin Fields. Justin Fields is on a menace right now, dude. Back-to-back 40-point games, dude, against Miami and Detroit. Yes. So, Justin Fields is doing his thing. Bad loss last week to Detroit, um, but Justin Fields is carrying that team, dude. So, how do y'all how do y'all see Chicago making a little push in the NFC North? What y'all think, man? Uh, I mean, it's plausible. It's plausible. They they got some some secret weapons over there that ain't too loud, you know, don't make a lot of noise, but they do get the job done sometimes when needed. Yeah. Claypool, you know, Justin Fields, young quarterback, he's getting better and better every day. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think they got enough, man. Why would you get rid of Roquan Smith, for one? He's the leading tackler in the league right now, if you want to be honest. And it just don't make sense to me. But, hell, maybe they know something I don't. So, I, I ain't coaching. I ain't in the office, so. My opinion is only my opinion. <laughs> Man, if you ask me, uh, like, I understand Justin Fields is having the ball past two games. But if you look at it, last week he had 167 passing yards. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not really a lot for an NFL quarterback. And last week was 167. The week before that was 123. Okay, uh, he's not a running back, guys. He's a quarterback, which is great for fantasy, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, it's great for fantasy, but as far as Chicago making any noise, in the NFC North. yeah, I don't see it happening. You're going to have to pass the ball a lot more, and that's been proven in the NFL today. Like, it's not just uh, opinion at this point. It's kind of a fact. Yeah. <laughs> you got to throw the ball a lot more. Yeah. You yeah. see what happened to the Packers? They got two uh, yeah, well, man, the Packers with a good dub last week against Dallas. Man, that was crazy. Oh, yeah. So, uh, another person that did pretty decent for him, Amon St. Brown, of course, doing everything he can for Detroit right now. Damian Pierce, consistent. I swear, he's probably the most consistent running back in the league. I, in my opinion, he comes in. I mean, that's the only weapon they got on Houston, and he's he's projected thirteen 
week in and week out pretty much, and he always gets double digits, I feel like. Actually, he's yet to get a single-digit game since week one. Yes. Actually, I'm sorry, week two, he put up seven. Ever since week three, 16, uh, 19, 17, 11, 11, 13, 10 last week. He's got Washington this week, projected 11, so we'll see how he does. But most consistent running back in my eyes, besides you know maybe Saquon Barkley, which that was another good pickup for Denny. That was a big risk. I told him earlier, you know, earlier this year, I was like, man, you went and picked up Saquon. What you thinking? He's injury prone, just like my name. And boy, did he ball out, man! 22 points against Houston, so that was a pretty good game for for Saquon and the G-Men's. Jeff Wilson was a good pickup for Denny. Uh, I was actually eyeing him. I had Jeff Wilson when he played for San Fran, but I had to drop him because I heard that Christian McCaffrey trade was going through, and I dropped him, you know, thinking, whatever, you know, he ain't going to get no touches. But he went to Miami, and, and is he not, you know, balling? Twenty. He put up 20 points against Cleveland last week, so Miami's doing pretty damn good. Yeah, Miami's looking real good, man. That mm-hmm. offense is tough. You got, uh, you can't guard a pack of cheetahs. What you gonna do? <laughs> what, you, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? Then, then they got a strong run game back there, and, mm-hmm. and Tua's looking real good. Just got to stay healthy, and if they stay healthy, brother, now they're dang sure gonna make a push. We might see them in the bowl. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah. And that's what I was, I was gonna talk to y'all in a little bit about those teams. Let me just go ahead and finish up these Week Ten matchups. Rob got the dub against Jace. Uh, Noah's daddy, aka Rob. Beat Jace, Country Rose, Take Mahomes, 92-81. to 81. Rob is doing a little something-something. But Jace, I, I like Jace's enthusiasm, man. He, he stays consistent. I mean, he stay, he's hanging in there, dude. God bless him. Jace, he's pissed. <laughs> Jace is pissed. He, Jace, Jace, you know, Country Rose, Take Me Homes. Like I said, it's just, it's not his fault. Like, he picked the teams, like, you know, whatever, but. He just can't find it week in and week out, bro. It's, it's hard to find it. But he's he's crunching out dubs, though, you know, heavy hitting dubs. He's crunching out. So Honestly, I think the reason why he lost last week, man, because A.J. Brown didn't show up point seven against Washington, projected 11. If he would have got 11 points, he would have beat Rob because the final score was 92 to 81. So if A.J. Brown put up 11, he would have beat Rob. So it's a bad loss to, to Jace right there. Uh, Terry McLaurin finally, dude. Ter- I like Terry McLaurin. Honestly, Ever since they changed their quarterbacks, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, ever since they changed their quarterbacks, I feel like Washington is doing a, a complete 180, dude. They're doing so much better. T- Taylor Heineke is throwing that thing. You got Brian Robinson toting that rock. You got Antonio Gibson, you know, carrying that thing. So I really like Washington right now. The NFC East is pretty much stacked, man. Uh, you got Giants doing pretty decent. You got Dallas. Of course, Philly was undefeated, but then Washington beats them. Like, that's that's a great division over there. So I'm very interested to see how Washington takes this return of Carson Wentz. So. And then last matchup of last week, we had Levi, a.k.a. Meet the Jeffersons, unfortunately beating our boy Dawson. Two girlies, one cup. Final score, 110 to 94. So, I mean, Justin Justin Jefferson, dude, balled out last week against Buffalo. Man, was that a game or what, dude? He put up 25 points against Buffalo, and what a catch. I, arguably, what do y'all think? Do y'all think OBJ's catch is better than this catch, or was this catch uh, probably one of the all-time greats? Oh, let's we know. I will go ahead and put two and two together. Uh, every year, Aaron gets OBJ on his fantasy team. My dog. I'm surprised he ain't draft him this year. Man, he's <laughs> hurt, bro. Trust me. But, but oh, biggest fan. Uh, 
I don't know, bro. I still like OBJ's. Yeah. I still like OBJ's. It's it was it just looks so much more like oh my god type yeah. stuff. Like yeah, yeah. this man cannot be human. And I'm not an OBJ fan by any means, but that man got them stickies. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about g- bubble gum stickies. I'm gonna keep it one hundred like this. I'm gonna keep it one hundred. Oh, I'm not gonna be biased right here. They, they were both great catches. My boy OBJ was laying down on a better air when he caught his for a tutty. On a better air <laughs> for a tutty. Plus, it was a pass interference, too. One-handed, get off me. Okay? <laughs> then catch Best catch ever. But that catch by Justin Jefferson was on fourth down in a crunch game mm-hmm. to keep the drive alive or you're going to the hizzle. So, therefore, they're both clutch catches and... I got to go with, I don't know, Justin Jefferson, bro. Only because, only because that kept the game alive. The Giants, the Giants were, you know, either up or losing when that catch happened. But that kept the game alive and helped them win for sure. So it was a a game-changing play. Game-changing. And if he didn't catch that, uh, Minnesota probably would have lost that game. I mean, he pretty much snatched it from homeboy's hand while the dude had two hands on it, and he's like, give me that. I'm falling to the ground. Give it to me. Yeah, strap your vest up. My name's Justin Jefferson. How you doing? Yeah, I think I think that was probably the all-time greatest catch. Just like you said, Aaron, it was fourth down, kept the game alive, and then they go on to win the game. Oh, man, we'll, we'll talk about that game in a sec, but let's get back to these Week 10 matchups and who did what. Uh, we had Kenneth Walker didn't really show up for him this week. Travis Kelsey put up 14, probably the most consistent tight end throughout the league. But shout out to my boy, uh, Dawson, you know, he's pretty much, he's hanging in there. He had Kyler in last week and I told him, man, you got Kyler and you gotta, you gotta take him out. He's not playing. So he went ahead and traded Rob, uh, James Robinson for Aaron Rodgers so he can get a, get a quarterback in thinking like, oh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers ain't going to do much. You know, Aaron Rodgers ain't that doing that. And the man, and he man balled out, man. He, <laughs> you, you missed that trade? No, bro. The commission allowed that? The commission allowed that? Did he just say Aaron Rodgers for who, Brian? Did you have Aaron Rodgers? So you can definitely elaborate that. Listen. For who? Me, me and Aaron Rodgers got a love-hate relationship. Huh. All right? He was desperate. He oh was desperate. Listen, me, me and Aaron Rodgers got a love-hate relationship. We, I had him like two years ago. I'm making a push for the playoffs. I'm looking good. And he snaps his fucking clavicle. Now, I know, <laughs> I know that's not Aaron Rodgers' fault. I understand oh. that. But after this season this year, when I draft, I, I wasted a Draft pick on this man. I was expecting him to at least be consistent. He was consistently garbage. (laughs) Throw that man to the wolves. He's done. I'm sorry if you traded for him. That's a terrible pick. Dang, I missed that one, boy. I missed that whole trade. I don't think it's a good trade, but if it worked out this week, amen to my boy Swolioli and... Hey, hopefully you keep it rocking for him. Which is whose music that was in the beginning, by the way, too. Go listen to that shit, because it's fire. I'm telling you, that D-Swole. I I forgot to give a shout-out to our boy, D-Swole, a.k.a. Dawson, a.k.a. Two Girlies, One Cup in our league. He's got a new single coming out this week. uh, Friday, actually, it's coming out, called I Know. He's streaming on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud. Go check him out. His name is D-Swole, S-W-O-L-L. 
he's on the rise, man. Shout out to your boy. Keep doing your thing, man. I love it. But now, yeah, back to Daw- uh, Dawson's team, man. Devontae Adams put up 18. Devontae's been pretty consistent for L.A., even though Derek Carr. Did y'all see Derek Carr's um, yeah, he was post crying. his post-game <laughs> interview at the podium? Yeah, he was crying. Yeah. He was whimpering like a puppy. Yeah. But his job's probably on the line. It's, that's just pride, you know, and everybody, you know, everybody don't, we don't want to get fired. So, he, if he want to hit that, you know, he don't want to hit the waiver wire. The waiver wire. My bad. Sorry for the impediment. <laughs> impediment. But. But. Kadarius Tony, man, finally got his shine over there in Kansas City. I mean, props. I mean, prayers up to to Juju. Hopefully, everything's okay with him, man. He took a whack last week, man. Oh, I, yeah. And they they threw a flag, and then they ended up picking it up. I said, keep it down. I mean, it was. I mean, I, it looked like a, a unnecessary. If not, if not anything targeted, and and Dawson and and Rob were talking to me about it, and they're like, oh, it's football, which I understand. But dude, people are getting concussions left and right, and then it's it's lifelong injuries man you got to kind of look out for these people in a way you know what i'm saying of course he caught it you know it's bad that patrick mahomes left him up hanging but i at least call it unnecessary roughness if not targeting you know but prayers up to juju but yeah Kadarius tony man balled out when he when he got the opportunity and boy did he prevail projected five last week put up 15 so mm-hmm. dalvin cook had a pretty good game last week projected 12 put up 20 for dawson in that game against buffalo and then pretty much everybody else, you know, subpar. Kamara didn't really show up against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got the dub last week, man, against – oh, God, what y'all doing over the screen? <laughs> Pittsburgh got the dub against the Saints last week, man. So, Kamara, Kamara took a took an L right there. And then he had Dallas Goddard in. I've seen Dallas Goddard is going to be out for – I don't know when – how long he's going to be out for. So, yep. Yeah. He's going to be out, so hopefully Dawson's got a little backup. He does got Dawson Knox, so we'll see if he puts him in. But that was how our Week 10 went last week. I feel no fucking sympathy for anybody with injured players. All right, Cooper Cup was my team. <laughs> my I, feel, team. I feel no sympathy for anybody with injuries, man. I, I tell you, I'm, I'm hanging on by a thread, baby. I freaking lost my two quarterbacks. I lost my running back, which shout out to Elijah Mitchell. He's back in the lineup over there in San Fran. And honestly, good pickup for Jace. Country Roads take my homes. I was actually eyeing Elijah Mitchell. He actually got more touches than Christian McCaffrey last week. Yep, he got more touches than Christian McCaffrey last week, and we'll get to that game in a little bit, but I got a few games we're going to talk about. Let's start with this Chicago and Detroit game last week. Boy, that was a thriller. Like I said, Fields becomes actually the first quarterback in team history to rush for a touchdown in four consecutive games for Chicago. So he's breaking NFL records, team, uh, NFL and team records left and right. But they still can't win games. So what do y'all think? What do y'all, what do y'all think Chicago really needs to do? To win games, like what, what's what's the next opportunity they need to do? Uh, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? They ain't got no dogs over there. <laughs> Plain and simple, they don't got no dogs over there that want to come and play every game. That's that's just my opinion. They don't got the weaponry. Yeah. They need to weaponry. go. They need to go out there, find somebody to put around this young man who's playing his freaking ass off <laughs> to not win. And Claypool's a good start. Mm-hmm. And Darnell Mooney's a uh, yacht. He there. He there. But but once again, like I said, I'm going to go back to defense. Defense wins your game, and you got rid of Roquan. What you expect? (laughs) What do you expect? My my answer is quite simple. 
pass the goddamn <laughs> ball. I don't give a damn. You're you gonna lose anyway. Pass the ball. Anyway. Shit, throw the air it out. You got. If you don't give yourself a chance, you'll never. You can't win the lottery if you don't play. You can't win the lottery. Taysom Hill. Good God. Slash. Slash running back quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, they should go ahead and just put that label on Justin Fields because he don't pass the ball. They don't let him throw the ball. Maybe he ain't got no line. He don't. See, that's what started in the trenches, don't it? I don't give a it damn. Start in the trenches. If you ain't got no mud puppets down there blocking for my boy, then I, what? That's highly disrespectful. <laughs> Say mud puppets. They in the trenches. They getting dirty. That's the big boys, man. The mud puppets. I can't believe this. I'm just saying, man. You, you, defense and the line you, wins you games, but if you ain't got that, you ain't got no offense. Very true. Very true. Well, I don't know who uh, Chicago's got this week, so we'll see how they do against. Let's actually let's look and see who Chicago has this week. Oh, they got the Falcons. So Chicago. So how do y'all? <laughs> thank God. How do y'all feel about that matchup? I honestly, honestly, I'm a big Falcons fan, of course. <sighs> I'm I'm thinking actually, you know what? Since their defense is a little rough. I'm thinking they're going to utilize Kyle Pitts. So if you got Kyle Pitts, my analyst, I think you should put Kyle Pitts in this week. I don't know who your other tight end is, but if you got Kyle Pitts, this is the game to play him against Chicago's rough defense. Maybe Drake London. If you still got Drake London, I had Drake London, but I dropped him. But if you still got Drake London, I feel like he'd be a good uh, start. And then Cordell Patterson, you can't forget about him. So he had a rough game last week, but I feel like he's going to have a bounce back game. Give me Atlanta in this one, man. I'm going to say it's pretty high scoring. I'm going to say... 42 to 30, 42 to 35. Wow. Yep. Cause I feel, I feel, yeah, I feel like Falcons D actually, no, let me go back 42 to 28. We give him up 28 points. Justin Fields is having great games. I don't know if he's going to put up another 40 point game, but he's going to put up, he's going to get his. So that's who I think is going to win that game. What about you? I like, I like Justin in this game. Um, I feel like he's going to do. Do enough to get the dub. I'm not saying he's gonna pass the ball, but he's gonna do enough to get the dub. And uh, it's gonna be a tough one to watch. But you know, just just give me Justin, man. They they've been they've been getting it done. Just can't they can't finish a game. So yeah. hopefully they finish this game and get a train moving. Yeah, a train moving. Uh, I I like Atlanta in the game. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kyle Pitts, yeah, he should get some 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 looks. I just I don't know, bro. Cause I've been saying that the whole season. Kyle yeah. Pitts needs to he get needs looks, to get the ball, and they just don't do this it. This is the game for it. Yeah, I mean, shit. But though every game was for it. Like, look at the man. Look at him. He is not human. He is not of this world. He's a Calvin Johnson at tight end. Throw him the ball. Yeah. yeah. Yes, so, uh, ruin it for yourself. Um, amazing specimen of a man. <laughs> so, that's what we think about that game. Well, let's let's go to this other game: Pittsburgh and New Orleans. Uh, Steelers finally get back in the win column. Najee Harris had a one-yard touchdown last week on a hundred, almost hundred yards rushing. Uh, 20, 20 attempts on that. George Pickens gets in the end zone for Pittsburgh, and Kenny Pickett finally gets a you know gets a rushing touchdown. So. It was a little action scoring game, but honestly, I, do y'all think Pittsburgh can keep this up, man? Do you think Najee Harris, Najee Harris is back? Do you think Kenny Pickett's got this little momentum on his side and they're going to start using George Pickens? What y'all think about you know Pittsburgh moving forward in the AFC North? I think they're going to start scratching out some dubs here. Uh, I like Kenny. I, I like Pickens. They both, bro, nice players. 
uh, Kenny is, you know, still at home in Pittsburgh, you know, a hometown kid, and I, I like him, bro. Like, Najee is always doing his thing back there, you know. He's he was brought up by the best, and he's a great running back. So I like I like I like Pittsburgh to keep things moving. Now they do got Cincinnati next week, man. So Cincinnati coming off that bye. I don't know who uh, Steelers are going to get to to play against. You know, Cincinnati, they're going to, you know, buckle down. But they actually got Cincinnati minus four in that game in Pittsburgh. So if they're going to do anything, they better hope uh, Kenny Pickett brings his A game. Like I said, Cincinnati's coming off a bye. I do got T. Higgins this week. Of course, Jamar Chase is still out. So I'm hoping T. Higgins gets a little little bit of action over there. I've seen um, – I think is it Hayden Hurst that plays for Cincinnati? Yeah. Or is that is it yeah. Or is it Cleveland? I couldn't remember. But anyways, yeah, Hayden Hurst. I seen Rob picked up Hayden Hurst, then he had him, but ended up dropping him. So maybe Hayden Hurst gets a little bit of pickup and targets over there after this bye week, but we'll see about that one. Any any projections on that game, fellas? Cincinnati and, and Pittsburgh? Ah, shit. I'm going definitely Cincinnati on this game. Uh, Pittsburgh, they looked good last week, but I think they're still going to have to go through that little learning curve that most new quarterbacks in the league have to go through. And uh, I don't know. It just it doesn't seem like they're getting it all together quick enough to really say they're going to be a threat this year. Uh, uh, yeah. The over-under is 41, and I believe most of that is going to be the Bengals. So. I'm taking the Steelers. I got done the dog. We're going to ride with it. <laughs> got the Steelers. I like it, man. Hey, we love upsets. Listen. Hey, go ahead. What you got? What you, what you, what's your score prediction on that one, bro? Let me tell them. I got the Steelers by, uh, I'm going to go by 13. We'll go by 13. It's in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What I'm gonna say? Thirty-five to twenty-two. Yeah. Thirty-five to twenty-two. I like it. Blast. Any, any, well, we already know Javen already picked down. Cincinnati, but remember I said that. I hate. Well, listen, we love upsets, man. Who would have thought Washington would have beat Philly last week? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was. That was. I'm talking shit. He over here telling me, bro, the commanders look good, bro. That's what I told da, 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 da. I said, come on, no, you sound like a fool. <laughs> but they, 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 they got a dub against the unbeaten team. Dude, they buckled down and said, we here. Listen, Taylor Heineke. Like, let's let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk about that game a little bit. Taylor Heineke. I don't think he even passed for that many. I don't even know. I, nobody in our league has Taylor Heineke on their team. So, uh, yeah, he's probably available in most leagues. We're in the Yahoo League, so he's probably available in most leagues. But the man is winning games. He don't care about fantasy scores. He's winning games over there in Washington. So, I think I did see a report uh, per Adam Schefter. He did say Taylor Heineke is getting a start this week, even though I think Carson Wentz is back. If not, he'll be back next week. I say keep rolling with Taylor, honestly. But they did pay Carson Wentz all this money. So, I say give Carson a, a shot. You know, you got to give him a shot. If he, if you're paying all this money for, you know, Carson Wentz, just like they do in Dallas, paying Zeke all this money, he got hurt. You got to give him a shot. But, I mean, to- totally different scenarios, running backs, quarterbacks. But you got to give Carson Wentz a shot. And if he can't produce, I say just go back to t- Taylor Heineke, man. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Carson Wentz is nice and all, but Heineke, he looks better. I think Carson should just pack his bags because after this season, I think he's gone. They might let him play a couple more games so he gets his trade value up. But 
Other than that, commanders will be the commanders. The commanders will be the They ain't commanding shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Heineke, you got the job. I'll, I'll be the employer. You got the job, bud. Fuck fucking... I forgot his name already. So that, Carson, that, Carson Wentz. Yeah, there we go. Old Carson. Yeah. Which is not important anymore because he ain't playing <laughs> no more, Bubba. I don't think Carson got it, man. Well, we'll see how he does. I would take him in Atlanta. Would I would. I mean, uh, Marcus Mariota, yes, he's a mobile quarterback, and he's, you know, hanging by a thread. We are second in, in the NFC South, but I, I think, I mean, get one in the draft. I mean, yeah. What's Anthony Richardson? We welcome you to Atlanta. That would be nice. Him and him, him and Kyle Pitts back in Atlanta. I would like that. I heard he going to the Bills. I seen him in one of them draft stop things. Yeah. Okay. Like you dead. Wherever, All right. He goes, so he ain't playing right now. No. 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 He ain't playing. He can stay one more year. I said he's going to be a six, maybe seventh round pick if he goes this year. I wish. I mean, honestly, I think he should stay. But I mean, he should stay. He'll leave. Yeah. He'll leave. They all do. <laughs> Money talk, baby. <laughs> Let's jump to this next game last week, man. Played over there in Germany. Uh, Seahawks versus the Bucks. Now, I know you got Leonard Fournette, Javen. You got Geno Smith, right? You got Geno Smith? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Geno Smith. I don't know if you got any players in this game. And I had... We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about, you know, who I got, but let's talk about that game real quick. Geno actually had a better game overall. Than, than Tom Brady, in my opinion, but Tampa gets the win. Of course, it's, you know, Tom Brady. So, Godwin leads the team in receptions with six catches for 71 yards and a touchdown. Hello. So, <laughs> hello. Oh, yeah. Still lost. <laughs> 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 fucking had a – man, that's the thing. Like, you just never fucking know. If Cooper Cup wouldn't have put up negative .1 points, well, it might have been a different story. Still wasn't looking too good, but at the same time, it would have been way closer – Fantasy football is so inconsistent. You just never know. Mm-hmm. Never fucking know. Well, I do got a question for y'all, and I just picked this guy up. Is Rashad White the main back in Tampa, or will Fournette still have a big role in this offense? What y'all think, man? I know a lot of people said Fournette was kind of injured and stuff like that, and shout out to Rashad White, man. That boy balled out for me last week. I actually actually had him on the bench, but, but he put up, I mean, he put up a solid 10 points, uh, projected five, but... He had 22 rush attempts for 105 yards. Uh, I don't know if Fournette barely played. Did, did Fournette play in this game, Jamin, that much? Yeah, he had a uh, – let me look at those stats real quick. Real quick. Uh, 14 rush attempts, 57 yards for a TD. Oh, he digging in. One okay. target and one receiving yard. Okay. What did he put up? It's uh, 10.8. It's clear to see that Rashad White is definitely going to – or, yeah. Rashad White. Yeah, Rashad White is definitely going to take the load. Uh, Leonard Fournette's getting kind of old, taking all those banged up hits and shit, mm-hmm. getting a little injured, but uh, he'll probably be the the go to goal line back. He's a little bit bigger, a little bit more physical, but at the same time, I feel like it's kind of like an AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones situation. Yeah. You know, you got two good running backs on one team. It's just hard to pick which one because at any minute, Rashad White can bust for a twenty yard touchdown, and they won't need Leonard Fournette at the goal line. It's yeah. just Toss-up, toss-up, whatever one you prefer. What about you, Aaron? What do you think about Tampa? How do you think they're going to do that that role over there? you think Rashad White's going to get majority of the carries and they're going to use Fournette like a third-down back or an end-zone back? What do you think, man? I think that's exactly what's going to happen. In this case, you kind of got to because damn Fournette, that man, he loves his contact, and that's what wears you down as an NFL player, of course. So 
Hell, if you can keep him fresh and also keep Rashad fresh, why not use both of them? Rashad getting my chunk plays, chunk yards, and when it's third and one, and when we on that damn goal line, Fournette, go hit a bit. Yep. That's about it. Yep. That's so, pretty much how the whole league is going, man. Dallas is like that. Like you said, Javen, Green Bay's like that with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Speaking of A.J. Dillon, I did trade A.J. Dillon to my boy Dawson, two girlies, one cup. I needed a receiver this week. I had Darnell Mooney and T. Higgins in. I was like, ah, I got to go get somebody. So I ended up trading A.J. Dillon, which was sitting on my bench. You know, he's been all right this year, but I traded him to Dawson for Brandon Ayuk. So, Ayuk's been doing pretty good over there in San Fran, so I got him in the starting lineup this week against Rob. Bring that ass here, boy. So, hopefully, I can beat Rob this week with that addition. We'll see. change your name to Robert's daddy. So, let's get to this next game, man. Jags versus Chiefs. That was a pretty decent game. I don't know if y'all watched that one at all, but... Uh, Mahomes with another great game, had over 300 passing yards. Screw you, Levi. And four touchdowns. Had You know, he's doing his thing. You really screw you, Jason, because that's how Levi got Mahomes, ain't it? Yep. 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 Chase traded Mahomes to Levi earlier this this year, so. <laughs> then yeah, I believe Jace opened the season with Josh. Drafted, he drafted Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. What a what a strategy! If anybody in your league does that, that's that's crazy. Who would do that? You basically just basically saying, okay, I can have him, and then none of y'all you can't have him. You know what I'm saying? So one of us walking around with damn Jeff Driscoll, and he over here with Josh Allen on the bench. Jeff Driscoll. I think he's retired now, Aaron. Nah. <laughs> but no, let's talk about this rookie man. I don't know if y'all seen him or heard about him, but Isaiah Pacheco, man, he actually he outperformed E.T. in this game. Pacheco had 82 rushing yards on 16 attempts compared to E.T.'s 45 rushing yards on 11 attempts. So, I mean, of course E.T.'s the better back, but... Man, what y'all think about Pacheco, man? That's and I think he's still out there on the waiver wire too. I believe so. We don't even know he has got it. I don't even know he, he, he's a rookie. Pacheco. He came in this yeah. year and he definitely had potential. Uh, he was kind of like the second version of Brees Hall, you know, okay. coming in hot. But at the same time, he didn't get the same amount of touches because you no, know, Car- Carlos Edwards Hilaire. I don't know. He's actually Clyde. Um, Clyde, damn yeah. Clyde. I, I knew Clyde, that sound right. Clyde, he's actually gonna be. Uh, I think um, Pacheco's gonna be getting more to carry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was bound to happen because, like I said in the beginning, they you know you don't want to put all your faith in, in just a rookie, but Isaiah Pacheco looked promising and looks like he's gonna get his chance now. Yeah. So. I'm very interested in how they carry. Their, their season on with Pacheco maybe get more of the load. Uh, finally, though, like we were saying, Kadarius Tony gets in the game because of Juju's injury. Tony had four catches for 57 yards and a touchdown. Um, now, and Christian Kirk showed up for Jacksonville this game, and actually Dawson had both of them, Kadarius Tony and Christian Kirk, but he had Christian Kirk on the bench. Listen to this stat for Christian Kirk sitting on Dawson's bench. 12 targets, 9 catches for 105 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Sitting on Dawson's bench. Uh, if Dawson, if you would have had him in, you probably would have beat Levi. What's he put up? Uh, shoot, let me look. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Put up. Christian Kirk put up. 22 points sitting on Ooh. yeah 22 points sitting on Dawson's bench. He, another player he had on his bench last week that probably could have prevailed him over Levi was Ro- Raheem Mostert. Put up 14 for Miami, dude. So my boy Swole, I love you, but that was a coaching error. Um, <laughs> but we all get those, you know. What I'm saying you gotta take your wins with your losses. Take with a grain of salt. Come back heavy. 
But uh, that's why Christian Kirk. I really, honestly, personally, don't have any high expectations for the Jaguars in the next three years. Three? Yes. Wow. I just... Jag fans do not like to hear that. I, I, Austin, I'm sorry. Close your ears. <laughs> but it's just... But they ain't done nothing in so long. And they, and they don't make enough moves to do anything. Christian Kirk could pick up, but come on. You know what I'm saying? You get rid of James Robinson to the Jets. Come on. That could be your one and two punch. ETN and James Robinson. I feel That's like one two punch. I actually feel like Jaguars could be something. Next year, I feel like. I'm not gonna say next year we'll because see. in all in honesty. The AFC South now. In the I, AFC South. I feel like they have to get rid of Trevor Lawrence. Ooh. And that's my opinion. Ooh. Dude, he's the what what year is it now? Second this is second second year. Second year. Yeah, I'm about to say, I don't think it's the second year. Yeah, somebody fact check me, but I, I believe it's at least his third. But it's, he's got the potential, but he's yeah. not going to get them anywhere anytime soon. He needs that time to learn and, and fucking just, you know, become an NFL quarterback. Yeah. You don't come out there fucking balling out, but at the same time, some people come out there and catch on quicker. Right. And I feel like he just needs more time, and Jacksonville don't have much time. I'm like, yeah. what? What? I feel like if they had a just a slightly better quarterback and another weapon, not even a diverse weapon, or just a, anything that will scare the leaf defense just enough to free another wide receiver, they will yeah. be very competitive. Yeah. There this you go. It. This is his second year in, in the league. So, second year in the league. I mean, of course, he had Urban Meyer last year. So. Doug Marone, man, I don't know if y'all seen the start of that game. They did an onside kick to start the game oh, against yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah. I like that yeah. kind of, like, you know, switch. You got to keep the Chiefs on, on their on their heels, man. Well, that's, what, that's what teams they do. It? Yeah, they got it. Yeah, they got it. But at the same time, man, when you're a team that ain't got shit to lose, you tend to do stuff like that. More power to you. You know, it's it's a great start. It was awesome, but you don't do that often. But, um... <laughs> they actually hung in the game with the Chiefs, man. Uh, the final score of that game was – I'm trying to look for it real quick. Right here. 27-17. They only lost by 10 against Patrick Mahomes and, you know, Travis Kelsey and them. So, not bad. Yeah, every blind squirrel finds a nut. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you were saying, they need another weapon, Javen. They did get Calvin Ridley um, in that oh, trade, yeah, even though he won't start this year. <laughs> he won't play this year. But next year, that's another addition. You got Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley coming in. Still got ETN. I say they maybe draft for another running back in the draft this year or maybe build up their defense because their defense is a little. I feel like they might need some veterans on that team, bro. You need something to look up to in the locker room, someone that's been there, that knows how to do it, that can tell you what you got to do to get to the point to where you're an elite team. And they have no veterans. Can nobody speak on shit they've already done? They're talking about their future. You know what I'm saying? I don't think the team's really well-rounded enough yet to win. I mean, of course, I think Tennessee's going to run away with that division. Ain't nobody else really contesting them. So, speaking of the AFC South, let's go to this next game. Indianapolis Colts against the Raiders. Ah, poor Josh McDaniels over there in L.A. I was seeing him on, on get up and first take, and they're talking all kinds of stuff about him. The owner is, lo- you know, the owner is loving Josh McDaniels, he's giving him a chance and everything, but he just can't seem to execute. And he gave up, gave up Jeff Saturday's first Head coaching victory in the NFL uh, with Matt Ryan back in the mix, man. Uh, led them to a 25-20 to victory. 
And Jonathan Taylor, like I said earlier, Aaron, Jonathan Taylor finally showed up. Rushed for 147 yards and a touchdown. I needed that one, boy, against your boy Javen over here, Saucy Savages. But Derek Carr, you know, he didn't have a bad game, but he seemed, he can't seem to finish, man. So he's very upset after the game. So, I mean, let me ask you this, Aaron. While Javen stepped out of the room, we'll get his opinion on this. Do you think it's time for L.A. to move on from Derek Carr? Yes, yes. Derek Carr has been in the league quite some time now, and he's always gave you enough to win you a couple games, but never enough to push you over the edge to, you know, have a heavy playoff run or, you know, definitely not to get to the Super Bowl. But, you know, just to even be considered an elite team, you can't do that with Derek Carr as your quarterback. He's seen it, he's done it, and he's done all he could. But I think it's about time for Derek Carr to actually be uh, become one of them second-string quarterbacks and – Maybe maybe things will work out different. I think they need to move on. Yeah, and, I mean, if you came to me before the season started, man, and, you know, of course, you've seen the addition that the Raiders got with Devontae Adams, I'd have been like, yes, the AFC West, of course. Toughest division there's going to be. You got Russell Wilson going to Denver. Now, this is granted, this is before the season started, before all this trades and all that stuff. I'd say, yeah, Denver's over there. You still got the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. You got the Raiders, and you got the Chargers over there in the AFC West. And... Honestly, the best division, in my opinion, I don't know how about you, but the best division, in my opinion, is probably the AFC East or the NFC East, man. I don't know. What do you think the best division is out there? I don't know, man. That's tough. Right now, you got a lot of a lot of teams that weren't expected to be at the top of the division, leading the division. Yeah. Hold on, let me go ahead and pull this up so I can get these rankings. Yeah, go ahead and get them rankings, man. In my opinion, um, let me ask you, Jayden, who do you think's the best division? In a minute, I'll get y'all's top five NFL teams in, you know, in, in it don't have to be in order, but preferably in order. I'll get y'all's top five in a little bit now, but let me hear your input on the best division out there. I'm Honestly, I'm going to have to say the AFC East. You got the Bills, you got the Jets, you got the Miami Dolphins, um, and of course, you know, um, who's the other team? Um Patriots, yes, and the Patriots. Thank you, Aaron. So, and then the NFC East, you still got Dallas, which has had a bad loss last week against Green Bay, but I feel like they'll they'll bounce back after that. Philly with a bad loss, but they're still doing great, great offense. Washington finally doing a little something, something, and then you still got the Giants over there in the NFC East. So, but in my opinion, I got to go with the AFC East, probably the toughest division out there. What y'all think? Toughest division, huh? If we're going to toughest division, I'm gonna have to go with the dang. We're going to have to go to AFC North. AFC North? The North, bro. Okay. Because the Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers. Okay, well, the, go ahead. I'm just saying. The, the Ravens are the Ravens. They look good always, always. Well, for a good little minute now, they've looked good. The Bengals, you know, Joe Shiesty, you can't count him out. That's the boy. Jamar Chase when he comes back. The Browns. <laughs> the Browns. You got Jacoby Brissett. Oh, don't. Sorry to interrupt you, but you do got Deshaun Watson coming back in two weeks. He is at practice this week, so. Man, we don't know how Deshaun going to look, man. He ain't played in years. He ain't had a massage longer. <laughs> oh, God. Now we make it. It's too soon. It's too soon. But the, the Browns are looking really good. Better than they were supposed to. I mean, with what's Jacoby. The, what's the record, man? They are sitting at a smooth three and six. Okay. Give me a second, though. Give me a second. Jacoby Brissett leading this team. You don't really have. 
Yes. I like Jacoby though. Jacoby's the, like another Geno Smith. Yeah, but yeah, he, but he, can't, he don't have the firepower around him like uh, Geno Smith. No, like. that's the thing, man. He got the firepower, bro. They don't, and you got, got Nick Chubb. You know that's Nick it. That's but you got a stout defense. Your defense is stout. Mark Cooper, but how's he been doing? He's been he's been doing pretty good. He's he's looking great actually. He's uh one of the players I put in just occasionally. You know he gets me on average at least eight points. I mean he ain't never uh stirred me wrong. So yeah. Mark Cooper's looking real good. So that's your that's your pick for best you know best offense in the in the league or best division in the league is the AFC North. Mine's the AFC East. Javen, what's your input on that? Who's the best division in the NFL? The AFC South. No, I <laughs> love it. Uh, I gotta say East, man. AFC East. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it's 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 tremendous over there. How the Jets have just turned around and they just put the cap on top of the East. It's like yeah, the East has always been a, a dominant dominant <coughs> division, but now you got the Jets actually balling actually out. It playing, just puts yeah. the cherry on top. I like right it. There. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of the AFC East and the teams you were just talking about, the Browns, we had the Dolphins going against the Browns last week, man. Uh, shout out to Denny picking up Jeff Wilson Jr. Actually outperformed Nick Chubb last week. Uh, Wilson Jr. had 17 rushing attempts for 119 rushing yards compared to Nick Chubb's 11 attempts and 63 rushing yards. So Miami's defense came to play. Bradley Chubb said, I'm the only Chubb on this field, Bubba. So shout out to shout out to Miami, dude, holding them down. Uh so Tua with another three touchdown game. Honestly, I'm glad, Aaron. I traded for Tua earlier this season. That was actually a pretty decent trade for me, giving you Josh, Josh Jacobs for a Tua. Uh, I needed, I needed a quarterback. So thank you for that, man. I'm actually holding on to him tight. I had him up for trade because I got Dak. So I got Dak and Tua, which is two arguably, you know, decent quarterbacks compared to some people in the league that may need a quarterback. You need a quarterback, Javen. Well, you do got Geno Smith, Javen. So I mean. You know, he, he he's been he's been balling, but I really wanted a stout quarterback in the beginning of the season. I I took that risk. I tried to wait on Jalen Hurts. I figured nobody would pick him up, even though Debo is a Philly fan. I was not really registering that, and it kind of fucked me in. The end. I ended up with Aaron Rodgers, which put me in a hole. Yeah. I ended up picking up Derek Carr one week, put me in a bigger hole. I got Kirk Cousins. You know, he's got one That's of the best wide receivers. Yeah. <laughs> he he got on. Hey, speaking of that, sorry. <laughs> you had Kirk thugging on the plane. Then you had your boy Taylor Heineke after he beat oh, the undefeated God. Philly thugging on the plane they, with the chains with a bush. With a bush light, a son. Bush. A camo bush. Did you see that, Aaron? They could get him a bottle of Remy or something. <laughs> Those are the most, most fancy cans, though. How you got on cans. Cuban Leaks? <laughs> With Cuban Leaks drinking a bush drinking latte. A bush. <laughs> that don't make no sense, boy. Don't hate. Let's respect the fucking Heineken, all right? Uh, drinking a bush. Give him a Heineken. Heineken <laughs> for a Heineken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Well, shout out to, you know, your boy Kirk Cousins. He's doing his thing up there in Minnesota. We'll get to that game in a, in a sec, man. When that was a... Crazy game. So sorry for all the noises, y'all. That's Javen. We're at Javen's back back porch doing this podcast. But shout out to um Miami's offense, man. I know Tyreek Hill took a back seat in this game. Austin had Tyreek Hill. Unfortunately came up short against Denny last week. But Tyreek Hill did take a back seat this game. He only had forty four receiving yards and one touchdown. So it was mainly Jeff Wilson this game for for Miami and, and Tua. So Tua threw three touchdowns. But let me ask you this. Miami's offense is too explosive. Is there a, another offense in the league, or do you think Miami's offense is the best offense in the league right now? 
Uh, I definitely believe that they're the best offense in the league right now. Yes. But if I had to pick an offense at least similar to uh, just about explosive as the Miami offense, I would have to just go with the Chiefs, of course. You got Patty Mahomes. You got Juju. You got you just picked up a big pickup with uh, Kadarius Tony, who looks really good under an Andy Reid offense. And mm-hmm. that would have to be my next pick for uh, explosive offense like that. But like I said... You can't run from a pack of Cheetos. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, in my opinion, yes, Miami, best, I would say arguably the best offense in the league, explosive-wise. Now, all around, we'll get to that in a sec. I don't know if they're the best all-around team, but they definitely do have the firepower over there in Miami. What do you think, Jamin? Who Who's the best offensive, explosive team in the league? I still think it's fucking Buffalo, to be honest. Uh, Josh Allen, what he does with his feet, I mean, Tua can do it too, don't get me wrong, but it just, it means more when Josh Allen does it, because he's the face of that team, of course, and not only that, he's a bigger guy, and he'll take some hits now, he's a tough man, I'm telling you, and I feel like that sparks the offense in a way, they got Gabe Davis over there, uh, Diggs, you know, Singletary, you know, just a couple couple good players out there that uh, really make a difference on that team, and I think they got the depth. To, to hang in there with Miami. They might have lost when they played them, but you get, it's hard to beat a team twice. Say that. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of, you know, Josh Allen and the Bills, they played the Vikings last week, probably the game of the year. I don't know what y'all yeah. think, but that was arguably the game of the year. Let me let me shoot this stat at you, Javen, about your boy Josh Allen. First career game with three turnovers in, f- in the fourth quarter and overtime. He actually had two picks and a fumble, so... A rough fumble towards the end. They actually could have sealed the game right there, but he fumbled it near the end zone, and Minnesota got a touchdown out of it. Um, I mean, are the Bills still a favorite in the AFC? Do y'all think they could still push out and and maybe make it to the Super Bowl after you know a bad loss to Minnesota? Or, or you know, what what do y'all think? I think they're definitely gonna make a strong push towards the towards the playoffs. Um, they got all the key weapons. They came in as projected the best team this season, and uh, you know, losses are losses, but you know you gotta you gotta lose the win. So I think they're gonna push through, man, and got a good chance to get there. I like them. I think it's easier for a team that's been there before to bounce back, and you know Buffalo has been there before. They they're hungry. They want it. They they've said that from the beginning of the season, and I think Josh Allen's gonna make it happen. He's gonna put this team on his back if he has to, and carry them to that ring. Yep. Well, let me ask y'all this. Do y'all think <clears throat> Josh Allen is out of the MVP race now after this performance with, you know, t- three turnovers in the fourth quarter and overtime that, you know, he's a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. You know, arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But I seen on ESPN today, he's not even in a tier one or two now. He's in like tier three. He's in tier three is what somebody said. Now, this is all opinion based, but tier three with Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson. Tier uh-huh. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with your boy Lamar, tier three. They had actually a tier one. Check this out. Tier tier one, Patrick Mahomes was tier one. Tier two was Tua and somebody else. I can't remember exactly who it was, but it was definitely Tua was in tier two. But do do y'all think Josh Allen is out of the MVP race? Let me get y'all's opinion. Who who's the strongest push for MVP this year? I don't think he's out of the MVP race. Damn, that's a good question. But Tier three is just, I mean, all right. Well, anyway, I don't think he's out the MVP race. No, I think he still has a chance uh, to other, push. The other quarterback, sorry it, to interrupt you. Tier two was Jalen Hurts. Was it? 
Look at what he's doing. Yeah, but yeah. He should be tier one. I mean, that's what I was thinking. But um, no, Josh. Josh still has time to make a push for this MVP. I don't think he's gonna get it. No. And if I did have to choose someone to get it right now, oh man, oh, I don't know, bro. Probably gotta get the chop. Um. Nick Chubb? Yeah, probably gonna give the Nick Chubb, man. Dude's a horse. He's a, he's a he's a damn stallion and he runs his ass off every game and that's the backbone of that team is that run game and he does it every night. You, you know, you, he's gonna get you your yards or a tutty every night. So I think Nick Chubb right now has the best best odds to win, so if you ask me, Bub, Josh Allen gonna be the MVP. Wait till he puts his team on his back. Everybody's gonna be yeah. on his Johnson. You hear me? It's fucking Johnson. It's gonna be ridiculous. Everybody's gonna be like, oh, I knew it the whole time. Man, kiss my ass. Y'all sleeping <laughs> on this man right now because he had one bad fucking quarter. Not even a game, Not quarter. Even a game, quarter, yeah. Had a yeah. great game. Yeah. Just a bad quarter. So, I mean, and then the, the two. Actually, this is more like a running back game. Of course, Justin Jefferson had, you know, a fantastic game. I think he put up 22 points last week. Now, granted, we're not in a PPR again. But, I mean, the running back showed up as well. Dalvin Cook had 14 attempts for 119 rushing yards and one touchdown for our boy Dawson again. Dawson had all these players, two on the bench. Kadarius Tony in, Dalvin Cook in. Dawson had a great week if he put the people in. Dawson's got a good team, so... And Singletary had uh, 13 attempts, so one attempt shy of Dalvin Cook for just 47 yards, but he had two touchdowns. So Singletary finally showed up in this game for the Bills. So uh, Bills lost a bad loss right there against the Vikings in overtime. So honestly, I think the Vikings are my favorite in the NFC. What do y'all think? Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. The Vikings look real good. They're actually my favorite too. Um, Hawkinson's a big pickup. You know, you got that boy Justin Gridian everywhere. You can't stop him. You know, cousin I stop. He like that. So. I mean, yeah, the Vikings look real tough. Real tough. I love the Vikings as a pick, man. I feel like they're a very strong team. Real tough. Like I said, like you said, Ad Hawkinson was a great pickup, even though he's not my biggest fan, as a, or I'm not his biggest fan as a tight end. But I give him this. He can catch the fucking ball. Yeah. He gets his yards. It might not be 31 like he did this one game this season. One game, which – Really blew my fucking mind because how you have one thirty-one point game and don't do shit else for the rest of the season. But anyway, he, he, he'll, he'll get he'll get you he, he'll get you your points though. He'll get you your points. He's pretty pretty reliable. Well, we're gonna try to hurry this one up. We had the Cowboys versus the Packers. Man, bad loss for Dallas. I had um, I had Tony Pollard did pretty good for me. I do have Dak on the bench. He threw for 265 yards on 46 attempts. Man, that's a lot of passing attempts compared to this. Now listen. Aaron Rodgers, 224 on just 20 attempts. So he pretty much doubled Aaron Rodgers' passing attempts. Green Bay actually ran the ball majority of this game. Aaron Jones yep. balled out. I mean, A.J. Dillon got his few touches. So, But both quarterbacks threw t- two, three touchdowns, excuse me. But Dak did have two interceptions to go with his. Um, you know, like I was saying, Pollard had majority of the rushing attempts with Zeke out. Pollard had 22 rushing attempts for 115 yards, one touchdown. Your boy Aaron Jones... Uh, Javen had 24 attempts for 138 rushing yards and a touchdown. C.D. Lamb balled out for Rob over there, had 150 receiving yards and two touchdowns. I mean, this was just like an offensive uh, game right here, man. Yeah, like both defenses are looking rough. Now, Dallas is, has a great defense, but it just didn't show up this game. So, um, before the bye, though, 
Let's see. Uh, back-to-back good games for CD before the bye against Chicago and then now against Green Bay. Now, do you think, let me ask y'all, do you think Dallas needs Zach or Zeke back to be a Super Bowl contenders, or was this just a fluke game against Green Bay? If you ask me, they don't need Zeke. They got Pollard. Pollard balls out, man. Pollard balls out. There's no need for Zeke. Y'all overpaying the man. Trade him. Get some money out of him. Get a, a pick out of him. You know, you, you can really go somewhere with Pollard as running back. So go get another wide receiver. Help CD out. Yeah, there you go. That's a good, good idea. Yeah, I, Z's good and all, but Pollard's he's working, bro. That's he's, that's another horse. I like Pollard. I don't really think you need Zeke like that. You know, he's a great bag. He's gonna get you tough yards. You know, he's 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 there. He's enough. He's capable. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you could if you could trade away a Zeke to get a dang. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just throw names in the water on Mike Evans. Yeah. Then, okay. then hell, why not? Yeah. You know, it's going to strengthen your offense. Yeah, yeah. Dak needs a little bit more offensive power. I mean, honestly, though, Dak, Dak. I mean, they're they're actually putting all the blame on Dak, man. So, I mean, if Dak could, you know, strap up, you know, and make a you know good push. I mean, you still can't count Dallas out, even though they're in the same division with Philly and, and New York, but. Just can't count them out, man. They're doing pretty dang good over there in Dallas. Let's get to this last game, man. 49ers against the Chargers. Uh, Elijah Mitchell back in action since week two, man. Oh, man, and I wish I still had him. He actually did pretty good. He had more attempts, rushing attempts, than McCaffrey and yards more than McCaffrey in his first game back. So uh, McCaffrey was was the one to reach the end zone, though. So it was a low-scoring game. Eckler didn't really show up this game. But let me ask y'all this: Out of the NFC, of course, we you know we, we really think Minnesota's gonna make a strong push. Do y'all think Jimmy G can lead the 49ers to the Super Bowl this year, possibly? And is the 49ers the best all-around team in the league? What y'all think? To be honest, yes, bro. I like the 49ers. The McCaffrey trade was awesome. He's going to be a stud out there. You got that boy Debo still in there. Everybody candy. And then you over there and you got your boy Jimmy, which I think Jimmy Garoppolo should have started the season out over um, uh, what's Trey, Lance. Trey Lance. Yep, Trey Lance is going to be a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He's going to be a superstar. But Jimmy G knows so much, has done so much. And like I was saying earlier about vets, that's where some of your vets come in at, bro. To have a vet at quarterback like that, and he's not washed up. Jimmy G is not washed up. He's still got some of the tank. You know what I'm saying? So let him eat. Let him eat. Mm-hmm. But uh, the offense looks real good. Defense looks good. I mean, all around solid, man. Mm-hmm. So you, you say they're pretty much the best team all around in the, in the league? Negative. <laughs> nah, I'm not saying that. Um, the best team is the Bills, in my opinion. All around? All around. Okay. Let me get your perspective on that, Javen. Who do you think is the best all-around team in the league? About to go with the Bills, too, man. I was just I was just preaching on how good their offense was, and now we're going to talk about their defense. And all I have to say is one name, Vaughn. That man, clearly, through his career, Changes teams, changes their defense. He puts them in the position to win Super Bowls. Veteran, veteran, dude. Been there, <laughs> done that. I'm telling you, dude. You need a vet. He's bro. got the badges, and he can. He, I think, with him and Josh Allen, there's nobody that's gonna be able to stop them from this te- this championship besides themselves. Yeah, yeah. So since we're talking about best all around team in the league, let me just before we end it, let me get y'all's. Top five NFL teams in the league. Who do y'all think? I mean, if you want to do it in order, you can. But, yeah. 
But yeah, who who do y'all classify? It don't have to be in order, really. Just give me your top five. If you want to give it an order, you can. I'll try to give it somewhat of an order. Okay. Who you got, money? I'm gonna just come in at one. It's obvious, the Eagles. Okay. Um, two. I'm gonna come in heavy. I'm gonna come in with my Vikings. Okay. Three. This is where we get tricky right here. Three hole. I'm gonna have to come in with. Oh man, I don't want to say it. I'm skipping. Four, the Jets. I'm going to give Jets number four, bro. The Jets are looking real good, real tough, right? Uh, Then the Bills, of course. And five? Bills five? No, the Bills can't be five. Bills got to be two. So I got to switch it up. Yeah, I can't give you an order. So I'm just running. Okay. Eagles, Bills, Vikings, Jets, and the Dolphins. That's a good five. I mean, honestly, that's pretty. That's pretty much. That's pretty much what my five is. I mean, I don't know what you think, Jamie. Who's your top five? In order now. In order. You got an order. In order. I get it down. I get it down. Buffalo. We go with number one, the Bills. We're going with two, Philly. Three, Miami. Four, the Vikings, and five, the Niners. Okay. Ooh, nice. I like nice. it, man. Nice. I mean, if I'm going to say my top five, ooh. <laughs> my top five, I'm going to have to say, let me get Buffalo, number one. All right. Uh, even though Josh Allen has had a rough performance these past two games, but I got to still keep them up there. They, they got so much firepower down there or up there. Number two, let me get Minnesota. Minnesota's looking really good. If Dalvin Cook can you know, remain this steady run that he's on and Kirk Cousins can keep throwing and dishing that ball, I think they're going to make a good push. That could be a Super Bowl matchup. We never know. Three, let me get Philly. I got Philly up there. Bad game, you know, against Washington, but they're still they're so explosive. And their defense, their secondary is locked down. Four, let me get, I hate to say it, but you got to put them up there because they're just they're always up there the Chiefs the Chiefs is four in my opinion Patrick Mahomes I mean and even though I Patrick Mahomes to me is like I you know how like I love LeBron in in, in the NBA it's, it's Steph Curry is like the the Patrick Mahomes of the NFL you know what I'm saying so but you got to give the man credit he's doing his thing over there so Chiefs probably four and then five, I got to put Miami in there. Their offense is way too explosive. With that addition with Bradley Chubb on defense, they got great corners out there. So I think, you know, Miami could make a strong push. It could be Miami and, and Buffalo in the AFC Championship. So I'm predicting it now. Miami, Buffalo, AFC Championship, NFC Championship, Philly, Minnesota. Yeah, Philly, Minnesota is correct. Philly, Minnesota is correct. Uh, you said who in the in the, in the AFC? What who was that? The East, the Bills, and Miami in the AFC. I'm gonna go with the Bills and Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Two AFC East teams. Well, I, I mean the Bills and yeah. the, the Dolphins are in the East. Yeah. yeah, I'm going with the Bills and Jets right now. Okay, what about you, Jamie? I ain't making no predictions. This is nah, yeah. nah, not yet. Know. Give me, give me a little minute. Need to see some more. Okay, okay. Some more. I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you, man. <laughs> Somebody go ahead and make me a little parlay because the Bills and the Jets are about to be going. <laughs> hey, before we get out of here, though, uh, I want one more prediction. Uh, I want to do a new segment on this podcast called Tuck and Roll, man. So who do y'all think is someone you can hold on to, tuck them, and who's someone you should let roll off your team now? This is based off of your team. Anybody that you think you should hold on to. To make maybe a push in the later, you know, later in this league, or or is it someone you're like, eh, maybe he's not doing enough 
maybe I can let him roll because he's not performing enough. Excluding star players, like if I say LeBron. Yeah, yeah, excluding. Yeah, no, 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 not star players. Like someone who's like on the edge. Like, should I hold on to him and keep him, and maybe he can, you know, benefit me later in the season, or is it someone like he hasn't done enough? I'm just gonna go ahead and let him roll. Anybody on your team that you should, you know, tuck and roll? Uh, oh, you go, go, go ahead. I'm thinking. Right. Well, if you're gonna ask me, I'm gonna say I got Devontae Smith right now. Uh, you I'm tucking him, man. He, he's on a high powered offense. You can't throw with AJ Brown every time. Goddard is injured right now, so he's probably gonna get a couple more targets. Uh, tuck him, man. Hold him because they're gonna need him if they do make it to the playoffs. You know, you can't, you're gonna have to have more than one threat. Mm-hmm. And Devontae Smith, we know from his college days, can be that threat. What about you, Money? Who you got on your team? Uh, it's close. Tuck them or roll them, huh? Mm-hmm. Anybody you tucking? And then who you going to let roll if you had the opportunity? Like, if you just like, ah, I don't really need him. Well, I'm definitely tucking Josh Jacobs because he's 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 coming to my, my star back, and I did not have him at first. So I'm definitely tucking him. If I had to roll somebody... If I had to roll somebody and not just guessing off the bench list, I'd go with Adam Thielen, bro. Okay. Not bad. I'll go with Adam. I like, I mean, that's no, that's man. not a bad prediction. They got so much firepower up yeah. there in Minnesota. Yeah, and I have, you know, a nice backup there if needed in Amari Cooper. So, if anything, if I had to roll anybody that's not really just a bench player, it would be Adam Thielen. I got you. I got you. Well, the person that I'm that I'm thinking of tucking is Rashad White, man. I just picked him up. Uh, was it last week or two weeks ago? I'm really thinking he's going to be a good good push. I am sitting in, I think, currently seventh place, tied. Yep, tied for fifth place, sitting in seventh due to points, tied with uh, Finding Debo, aka Tyler, and Noah's daddy, aka Rob, tied with them. But Definitely one person I'm thinking about tucking, man, has got to be Rashad White, dude. I think he's going to have a couple good games coming up, especially if Leonard Fournette is not 100%. He's been banged up left and right. Another person that I'm thinking about just letting roll because he hasn't really been producing that I don't think will produce that much. I mean, possibly, we don't know. Michael Carter, man. For the Jets, so I mean, he's got they got James Robinson up there. Uh, of course, Zach Wilson likes to run the freaking ball. Now, if they did have Joe Flacco in at quarterback, I would probably maybe tuck Michael Carter. But right now, he's not really doing a whole lot. So that's probably one person I would probably let roll on that one. But any anybody this week, man, that you think is going to be a breakout player throughout the league uh, that you think is you should be a good start? Uh, I'm gonna say. Um... From hell, from previous games, yeah, he's gonna he break is. out. So, if you got him, I think you should start putting him in. Who is that it? boy? Justin Fields. Of he course. had two what? Two forty-point games. Back to back forty-point games. Two four, yeah, back to back two forty-point games, and I think if you got him, you should start putting him in. Yeah, that'd course. be my 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 breakout pick for the week. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he could do another forty-point. If he does another forty-point game, dude. That's, that's probably going to be the first time I've ever seen that in my fantasy years. So, Javen, who do you think is going to be a good breakout player this week, man, coming off you know previous weeks, and who do you think is going to show up this week? And who you rolling. I want to know who you rolling. Who I'm rolling? Yeah, you said you're tucking. What's his name? What's his name? Yeah, Devontae. Yeah, who you going to roll then? Because uh, I had to give up. My, t- my team is not very stacked. So... Uh, I'd probably roll Higby. I don't really know what his 
what he's going to turn out to be. I got Hawkinson, so I feel yeah. like he's going to have a better, better outlook, better, better ceiling. Not as low of a floor, you know. I like to take a little, little risk at a time, little mm-hmm. risk at a time. Uh, breakout week, breakout week, shit. Damn. I, can, I, can I pick somebody that I want to have a breakout week? If you think he's going to have it and you want it, yeah, sure. Alan fucking Robinson, man. Oh, okay. He's really a threat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like he just hasn't had the season that he is able to have. I'm not sure it's because he's being overclouded by Cooper Cup. Right. But now Cooper Cup's not there. So let's throw this man the ball and see what he can do. I, I really do have a lot of faith in Alan Robinson. He's... Look pretty good in the past couple seasons on several different teams. So mm-hmm. it's not the team, or if it's not him, it could be the team. Well, one person that I was talking about earlier when we were talking about the Chiefs, man, is uh, Pacheco. I think he's going to do pretty good this week. Um, I'm trying to figure out who. The, actually, Rob's got him on his team, but he's sitting on the bench. But they're going against the Chargers, and that is a Sunday night game, prime time. Oh. So, uh, I heard, you know, Chiefs ain't really rocking with uh, CEH over there. So, I think Pacheco, I think he's going to have a pretty decent game. He's projected eight points in this game, but let me get a solid, you know, 12 points. So, Rob, if you don't put him in, you're missing out, baby. So, that's who I think is going to be pretty breakout, you know, pretty good player to play this week. If you have Pacheco, go ahead and throw him in the starting lineup. But, uh, Aaron... I'm glad you got it to the podcast, man. Yeah, man, finally we need made it. it, man. Finally made it. These boys been on my ass about it, and I finally came in at 5.30 on the dot when they were starting. <laughs> so thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys. Had a good time, yes, great sir. time. Yes, sir. Love chit-chatting, and uh, we'll be back. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And we're going to try to get more people on here. I know Denny wants to come back on it, and, of course, we try to get my boy Money over here. Get back on it. Of course, we got Dawson. He wants to get on it. So, shout out to Dawson, a.k.a. D-Swole, Two Girls, One Cup. Y'all stay tuned for his new single coming out Friday on all platforms called I Know. So, check him out. Give him, Show him some love, man. But, yeah, me and Javen, man, we, we love doing this. Javen, I'm glad to come back again and do it. Yeah, buddy. Every time we can get out here and give y'all a little information on the Chudu League, it's always a blessing. Mm-hmm. Go out to Instagram, t.o.d underscore podcast. Uh, join the family, leave comments, good or bad. We want to know what y'all are thinking. Uh, yeah, and just uh, shout out to everybody. Hope y'all get home safe, whatever you're doing. Yes, sir. And if we don't get back, if we don't get back to y'all before Thanksgiving, we're gonna try to though. But if we don't, we hope everybody has a happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving. Um, but until next time, y'all. Be good. Turkey and football.